talk to you about or on a subject that has been on my heart. Next week, I'll be talking to you about if a man be in Christ. But today, I want to talk to you why should I go to church? Are you here with me? I think when we have the opportunity of holding our first crusade, this is one of the messages I will put emphatically. Why should I go to church? Is it important going to church today or it is not? You see, we live in an age where we have elderly people, fathers, mothers, aunties that have all been before us. And because they have all been before us, they have lived and experienced certain things. And one way or the other, they will start to say that my church failed me. So they will come to the point and tell you that, look, Paul Amantem, I've been in church, run from church to church, but it has never benefited me. I once met a situation like that. My grandma, whom I stayed with, I've used them in several of my messages. And when it was done that she wanted me to come and stay with her, it was hell with the reason that the place I was, my own people wouldn't want me to go to my mother's people. So it was hell. And then I was lying down and the Lord said, Arise and go to the place I'm sending you. And I didn't know that. The Lord was sending me on an assignment. That was around 2009 and 10. Yes, yeah. So, I rose up. But then there were two more of issues around me. I rose up, packed my things, took whatever I would take, and then moved out. Called a taxi, packed my things into it, moved out. And I go there. When I go to this old lady, she has been an aviation personnel and she had at the start of the charismatic movement, she had experienced the Lord being with churches, being one of the big churches in the town and she will tell you that look I've been in church over the days all that I can remember is that we took our money to the church and the pastor took it and we didn't see the benefits Hallelujah. I began praying. And then somebody as at the time she was talking, she was talking out of pain. And I don't want to do anything with church. And it was more or less she was becoming an atheist. And nothing could change her mind. Believe me, when I went to that house for two weeks, I did not step my feet in any prayer service. I did not step my feet at church service. The thing that held me up was prayer and fasting in my secrecy. One day she got pissed off because I was steady. But I will read my Bible and let me pray. And she was like, does the church even pay you? I said, no, nothing. Why do you always go for evangelism? You won't be at home. If you drop your bag, you're at the church. What is that? We've got to study, we've got to go to school, we've got to do things. So stop this nonsense. I said, I've heard you. But I know what I was doing. But to cut a long story short, she died in dickness. Hallelujah. I 
told her in this house, we are going to take communion. She died in dignity of a church. You know, get get with her. She died in dignity of that church. And I was I, I was happy because there was one reason why God had sent me for. And I had accomplished it. Two people, she and biological son got saved. You see, church has gotten to a place whereby even the youth, the elderly, don't see a need for going to church. Are you here with me? They don't see the need for going to church. Everybody holds a different view based on several different reasons why they don't want to go to church or they don't want to belong to a church. Are you hearing me? And everybody is entitled to his ideas and philosophies. Somebody said, as I was telling you last Sunday, baby, he thinks the Bible is a scam. He doesn't see a reason why he should go to church. My mouth was quiet and my spirit was shut within me when he said that. But this morning, I believe by the Spirit of God, I want to share a few things with you to open your eyes. And you know, sometimes you also feel the same. Yeah. You wake up in the morning and it is like, and I'm going to go to church today. Have you seen how your Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday are gone? And Saturday you were able to relax on the bed and wake up somewhere in the 7 o'clock in the morning. Then on Sunday morning, probably you want to have time to catch your corners around. Then on the table is an agenda of going to church. Look, there had been a time in my life when I leave home. 7 o'clock that I'm going to church, I get home 10 p.m. in the evening. I spend a whole day in church. Everything was cut off. I sleep in the church on Saturday evening. Wake up, go and back and come back to the church. And that has taken us where we are today. You see, we didn't go to the church looking for a blessing. We went looking for Jesus. Ah, you see, when Jesus Christ was buried in the tomb, and then in the morning, the people were going to the tomb. They were not going to look for, uh, they were not going to look for the cloth that they had used to bury him because it was a special cloth that maybe, maybe when he rots, when he rots, his cloth can be taken and be sold for a penny. But they were seeking Jesus. And when they got to the tomb, they met the angel. The angel said, Who oh, seek he? He said, Jesus. He said, His holy is among the living. And they ran and they became you see, when you go to the church looking for a blessing, you be frustrated. It's one of the things I'll be telling you. You'll be very much frustrated. Look, in the church, I want to see that the church has not done anything for me. The church has done something for me. But I didn't go looking for blessings. I was looking for Jesus. That I will know him and the power of his resurrection. Paul will say, Me pasa me uno, how did they sing it? Me pasa me sano, how did they sing it? You know how to sing it? I wish I know how to sing You see, they didn't go looking for what? I don't think, you know what? Some of the time, the, the 
Jesus. Things should just be normal. But it's not. You see, let me show you something to you. With some people, there is a reason why they don't see a reason to go to church. One or A, the church has not been helpful. Are you with me? The answer is the church is not a business school. Listen to me very carefully. The church is not a business school, rather, it's a business foundation. Where you come and we give you a parcel of money to go and start the business, that is not the church. We need a church. We can't organizations within the church that take care of those things. But there is a different reason why the church is there. And I will be telling you what the church is. The church is not a business school. Neither is it a training center nor a financial lending institution. Are you hearing me, somebody? So, when you are coming to the church, come looking for Jesus. That I may see him, that I may know him. And become confirmed along to his resurrection. A denomination by its administrative beliefs and principles can put up plans to fund or support people of its folks, some of its folks, for equality purposes. But that wasn't the reason or the core mandate of it. And let me tell you, when the church so much focuses on that, it loses its purpose. Why God had established it? I know. The church has a commandment. Evangelism. Make Christ known to others. That is the, the, the mission. Go out. So as soon as you become born again, you are also in the go out people. Don't leave it to the pastor. Let's continue the business. To others, the church only takes from them. Mm. Two of us. The church only takes from them. You see, I'm a business, I'm an accounting person, and management person, and I analyze a lot of human behavior and organizational assets and people's settings. Anytime somebody is siphoning from you, you suffocate and die. Two of us. But you see, when it comes to the relationship with the church, it's really different understanding altogether. The church is not getting it. The answer is this. To others, the church only takes from them. But look at the answer. The church is not only is not separate from the people who are gathered in the edifices. And therefore, the church doesn't take from us. But we are putting our little together. Listen, for this reasons. One, our establishment. Are you hearing me? For our expansion. That we may not have need. You see, no organization will rise up by itself, come and build up a church building for us. Are you hearing what I'm saying? No individual will rise up, take his money in his right senses, and end his most big business, come and give it to the church building edifice. They wish. That God church exists no more because the devil wants to have his ways out. Are you hearing me? So when we come and we are putting our resources together, the church is not taking from you, but we are putting our leaders together. That will be established. Are you hearing me? Because look, where anything that is supposed to be dominated is suffering, people don't respect it. 
it is moving, and you can see that 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 thing, the, the, the water, but the white is still inside. And I said, "Be blessed." What do you say? Azafu, this blessing day, we need to ask what is happening to maybe the cause of your father's house are still fighting you. Two of us. But you see, when we got to put our leaders together, we are putting it together for our establishment, for our expansion, that we will not have a need. How does it we have a need? That maybe there will come a situation that someone will say, I have money, but I need a thousand cities to act with to be able to pay my fees. Probably the church will not have so much that I say, take the thousand cities, but we will lend it for you, pay it back without interest. That we will not have a need. We are solving that problem. Are you hearing what I'm saying? Are you with me? So when we come together and put our letters together, we are doing it for our expansion. Look, tell your Bible with me. Let's read something in the book of Acts chapter 4. Reading from 31 to 37, I believe. Acts 4, 31 to 37. The Bible says that. And the multitude of them that believe were of one heart and not Was his own, but they had all this stone. You see, when we are coming up together and we are putting up our resources together, we are doing it that we all be equal. You see, I will tell you why the church has failed in this aspect. Let's continue. Verse, why am I reading? Why am I? Why am I? Verse 33. And with great power gave the apostles. Witness of the resurrection of the Lord Jesus. And great grace was upon them all. Neither were there any among them that lacked that we may not have need. For as many as were possessors of land and houses sold them and brought the prices of the things that were sold and laid them down at the apostles' feet. And this vision was made unto every man according to his need, according as he had need. I hear me. And Joseph, who by the apostles sent Barnabas, which is being interpreted the son of consolation, and a Levite and the country of Cyprus, having a land, sold it and brought the money and laid it at the apostles' feet. We see in the early church, Joe, in the early church, nobody lives without a house. I hear me. Because you see, in the earlier verse of 33, Bible said that they all have everything common. Look, we can decide to have a Christian society. Eh? When we are occupying a land like a whole estate, and it is only Christians who are there, we can belong to a particular church, a particular denomination for that matter. And there is never going to be any member in that denomination or that jurisdiction who doesn't own a car. If for anything, every human being in that land should own one car and two bedrooms of containers. Do you think there will ever be a problem? Do you think there will ever be? Do you think there will ever be needy? We are the hospital for ourselves. People go to hospital. The doctor doesn't have a need of one thing that I want to expand. I want to own estates. There is a future plan for the young generation. Do you think there will ever be problems? But look at what happened. Look at what happened. See, see, something happened along the line. Then something happened along the line. 
The reason why the administration has been seen to have failed those it administers is because with time we begin to be dualistic. Do you see? Are you hearing what I'm saying? That was what the early church was doing. But at the time that came up, there those that were administered to were seeing the administrators who have failed them. The reason is that every one of them became individualistic. And when they became individualistic, simply meaning that they were thinking about themselves more important than the others. Are you hearing? So something happened. Look, move to verse chapter 5. But a certain man named Ananias with Sapphira's his wife, so that possession and kept back part of the price. His wife, also being privy to it, brought a certain part and laid it at the apostles' feet. But Peter said unto Ananias, Where have Satan filled thy heart to lie to the Holy Ghost? That was the genesis of the whole matter. That people began to think that even now when I sell a land, if it is 10,000, let me give 5,000 and sell only 5,000 to the church. So there was not enough abundance of resources or revenues in the church. So the church began losing capacity in the domain that it was supposed to be in. So people began to be with need. So people began to say that the church has failed us. The church didn't fail. But this is what happened. The moment the church began or began failing its people was, was when the people began failing the church. When everybody began thinking about themselves to be very important. Look, this church eh, is not a financial institution. But believe me, if we are 20, we have an agreement among ourselves eh, that every month we are going to put 100 cities, 100 cities together. We've paid our tithes. We've given our offerings. We are going to put 100 cities, 100 cities together. Look, I believe, believe you, in 20 years, there shouldn't be anyone who hasn't gone to university. Look, even if we do not take it to go and sit in the university campus, we'll pay our fees for ourselves. Imagine we are 20, eh? and every month, everybody is bringing 100 cities, 100 cities. How much are we making every month? 2,000 times cities. How much is your school fees that it cannot pay? Even if it is 4,000 or 3,000, 2,000 times is how many months and one year? It's not 12 months. 2,000 times 12 is not 24,000. Imagine you are 20 and somebody sees 1,000, 1,005, 2,000. Look, believe me, you, all of you, one way or the other, should be able to go to the university. And do you know what is happening? Now you are thinking of yourself more important. So, what is happening is that you are thinking about how to gather it for yourself. Not to be equal with others, you want to feel the preeminence of importance. That when you are saying that one of the intelligent people, one of the people who are scholars, are scholars in the church, my name should be mentioned. So even if your brother hasn't gone to school, and there was a crisis, you see, church doesn't progress like that. The kingdom of God doesn't do it like that. The moment that church began failing it, was where we began thinking about ourselves very important. Tell your Bible with me to 2 Peter, Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. Tell, tell your Bible to 2 Timothy chapter 3 verse 1. I won't read, I will quote it. 2 Timothy 3 verse 1. Ah, Shabbat. Oh, Jesus. Are you there? Are you there? And he said that. And behold, and what did he say? Read it out, let me see. 
You see, why issues come up? Maybe that one. You were there when I did the, the, live, the live video on self-love. Do you remember? Look, let me tell you, one of the things that God hates is self-love. When you love yourself, there is no place for God in your life. It means that whatever you wish to do is what you do. And this know that in the latter days, very your times, difficult times shall come. Because men begin to become individualistic, lovers of themselves, jailbreakers, homeless, confessors, then liars. The politician is not okay with the money he has. They are at least this, but they really have it more. So the money they are supposed to be, to be making our road, they are happening it for themselves. Their projects that they are supposed to sign for free, they are looking for 10%. Look, it doesn't take like papers or rocket science to be able to process a common data. But as a country, even though we have done national identity, voters ID card, whatever, whatever, we still don't have a common form of identity. We are not serious as a country. Because somebody who proposed a data senator, the politician is looking for 10 percent so he couldn't sign the document. There are several bills lying on a certain table. There's a several proposals lying down. But they are looking for something. So they are not going to sign it. And we are still here after 60 years. Look, look, if you are serious as a country, we didn't want to make Our data system should be processed. Look, you have voters ID, Ghana National Health, you have Ghana card, you have driving license, you have passport. What that's that? What that's that is that? Somebody has five different names of all. Tell them ten names. Five different names of all. So if this person still that can you arrest him? Can you arrest him? You go to the bank. His name is not the same. Peter, Peter identity-wise, we can't look the same. Ghana, Ghana, we don't even have facial match, facial match systems to know that if it's going to be. Hey, haven't you seen people that they are not of the same father and the same mother? They are not identical to but they are telling when you see them, no different before. Everybody begins to think about itself. Perilous times shall come because men shall be lovers of themselves. You see, that is why some families are not progressing. Some people love themselves, so they are thinking about themselves. Go and tell some people this. Go and tell somebody this that talent. Let's think about ourselves. Let's think as a, a group. This is town hall meeting. Did you hear the announcement this morning? I told the community member that I'm coming to make a contribution. I'm coming to make a contribution. You are not serious as a people. When somebody gets money, he has come to build a house, then he decorates in front of his house. He forgets that there is no quarter. What if we have come together? Do we need a government? No. I really understand because I mentioned the last Let me consider the game. Let me, let me not, let me not touch on certain issues. To others, the pastors only use their contributions to enrich themselves. It is not true. Look. Ask Joshua, do I spend offering from this church? No, that's his key, but every money from January to now is, is here. I don't need it. 
I've been telling everybody I don't need it. One way or the other. Look, I even forget sometimes there is money in this bag. When we're going to buy this machine, or when we're making plans to buy certain things, look, we didn't come to the church before the pulpit was here. The pulpit was here before we came to church, two of us. This is thousands, this line down here. This metal is thousands, two of us. The day we're going to buy this machine, how much do we need? We need about 200 or 300 cents, two of us. I called home that more money sent to me. Did I have a check to pay back? As sweet as a seed. Thinking about how it can move. Look, that you also get a place in God. Get something done for God and be fulfilled. But look, let, let's look to others. The pastors use their contribution to a witness. It is not true. But let me tell you this and understand it. One day you may become a pastor. You who labors for the sheep must be well kept and honored. Are you ready? Pastors cannot go begging. No, they cannot go on demonstrations. Imagine a pastor is going on demonstrations. All the pastors of Assemblies of God, the demonstration, Sunday morning, you will not do church again. You are doing sitting down strike. You will not see the effects that I tell you. You will see it. They are supposed to look as a matter of fact. Pastors are, so, are not supposed to be working. Do you know that? From the oldest, two of us. They are not supposed to be working. They are supposed to be laborers in the house, intercessors, counselors. The when there are issues, you run to the church and there's a pastor in the house. You have heard about any and some Where are they always? The church of the truth. So we went to church up into and said that the pastor on duty is so so and so. So he's going to be in the office throughout. It means he's being paid to sit there. Imagine he comes to sit there. You are driving a car. You have food to eat. And his wife and children in the house. Their school fees they couldn't pay. It's wickedness. Are you hearing me? It's wickedness. I'm telling you it is wickedness. What if it is you? One major problem is that we say the church is we say the church. The only whenever we say the church, the only thing that comes to mind is these two things. Listen, the edifice, two of us, two of us. When we say the church, what comes to your mind? The building. So sometimes when people ask, "Where is your church?" They say, "It's in the school." And they say, "That is the school. That is not a church." The, the, the fact of the matter, they don't understand what church is. The next thing that comes to mind is the administrators or the pastors who administer to the people who are there. When we are looking at, when we mention church, now understand. But you see, the word church comes from the original word ecclesia. I am. And ecclesia means the call out. I am. The called out and the called out are people that have been selected out. So whenever somebody is born again and is sitting somewhere, is enjoying fellowship. Every single man is church. So you are church. You are church. You are church. So when we come together, do you know what we have come to form? We are gathering at the place of worship. So I should ask where is your place of worship? It's a canoe. It's in our English school. Are you hearing me? For better understanding the English of Spanish, I hear you. 
The one is in church. I am a church. The church is the body of Christ. So the human beings are the church. And not the not, 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 not the building. So what is in church? It is not the building. Neither is it the pastors. But the believers. The body of Christ. Are you hearing me? So what is in church? Church means an assembly or a gathering of believers. Those who believe in God and His Son, Jesus Christ, the Christ like the Christians. The question then is that why do we or should we gather? Mm. Someone will say that I proclaimed my belief, accepted Christ, repented for my sins. I can be alone and still be a good Christian because, listen to what they will say. I can be alone and still be a Christian because I can pray. But I want to ask you a question. How many times do you pray alone in a week? How many times do you pray alone in a week? Have you seen the need of the church? I'm saying that someone say that hey, after I've been born again, if I'm a church, if I'm, the, I'm part of the body of Christ. Then I can be alone. Because when I'm alone, I can still pray. When I pray, God will hear me. But I want to ask you a question. How many times do you pray alone in the week? Have you just realized that sometimes you don't even remember to pray after in the whole week? So the only time you remember to pray is when you come to church, either on the weekday or on the Sunday. And we have spent that five minutes. We are shouting in tongues. It's the only time your spiritual life becomes alive. When you walk out of this place, the issues of life are so much the more. So you may forget. Someone will say that, oh, I can read the Bible and understand. But I want to ask you a question. Didn't you have textbooks? But do you still need to go to school for somebody to teach you? If you claim that you are you could read and understand, why is the one you bought your textbooks? You didn't sit in your house, read and understand and pass your lessons. It's the same way God has his teacher the pastors. You see, in the day before the church or the body of Christ will be gathered, eh? the body of Christ was there before the pastors were ordained. Are you hearing me? The church was there before pastors came to existence. Let me give you a classical example in the book of Exodus. Hmm? The church was waiting for a pastor. The Jews or the Israelites were there before Moses was ordained by God to go and fight for them and to lead them, two of us. So it's not the pastor who was waiting for the church. The sheep were waiting for the pastor. That is why Jesus Christ went out one day and saw the people walking about. And Bible said, and he was moving compassion because all of them were like sheep without shepherd, two of us. The church was there before the pastor. Look at the questions you'll be asking yourself. You think you can tell us? How many times do you need to read your Bible in a week? Hey! No. Some of the times, the best we read on Sunday morning is what has kept you throughout the week. Do you know that there is a relationship between you and God? Am I telling lies? Oh, somebody talk to me. Am I telling lies? This morning, though, it is a Sabbath day. Even if you say you don't come to church and you are very conscious about yourself that I am a Christian, that while you are sitting in your house, the only thing you should do is forget everything possible, put off your phone. 
Read your Bible, spend time with God, but go and see some people. Dear is on the table this morning. Oh, it's like I'm not talking to anybody here. I said, Dear, dear is on their table. They are going to enjoy it. The man they want to wake up. Oh God, I be no other. Lord, thank you for blessing me with another week. Forgive me for my sins. It's Monday. And the devil is also ready to fight you. But when that one begins, they're not saying that the church is not needful. The church is not a pastor. The church is not a church building. It is you and I coming together before the church. Are you hearing me? We are the church here. What we live here, it is, a, it is just a building. It can be changed, converted to a self-contained and be rented out. It is a classroom. Two of us. Look, when we live where there are the shore, we know what we should call church. We are the called out. That is a church. So you see, when you say that church is failing, which people are failing? The called out. So when they become blessed, it means the church is blessed. Ah, did you, did you hear what I'm saying? That's what I'm telling you. That when you are blessed and you have enough, then the church has enough. Because the church has not invested money into financial portfolios. It relies on you. That's why we pray that you get a job to do. Are you hearing me? That is what the pastors have to pray that church members are not the people who go about begging. No. How many times do you hear it? In fact, there are some. Do you know something? Being alone, hmm? being alone, being alone, sometimes you forget you are even a Christian. A Christian. I didn't, do you understand what I'm saying? Sometimes when you have been alone too long, you even forget you are a Christian. Then sin begins to set in. Sin begins to set in. Wait, wait with me. Wait with me. You see, let, let me say this. Let me say this. The fastest way to die is to live alone. Or to be alone. Did you get that? The fastest way to die is to be alone. I need people around. Return your Bible with me to the book of Hebrews chapter 3 verse 13. Hebrews chapter 3 verse 13. The fastest way to die is to be alone. Hebrews 2 13 says, But exhort one another day while it is called today, least any of you be hardened to the deceitfulness of sin. Did you hear that? Yeah. 
sure of the reason that you have to teach him. You are teaching yourself. You are encouraging yourself. Let us source one another least anyone by the deceitfulness of being alone within time is taken by sin. Brothers, look, believe me, the time that you find it a reason to call that little and begin to talk about some nonsense things. Why you already have a girlfriend was when you were too much alone. Look, I mean to realize that the moment when you begin to think that the other lady is very nice and can be compared and can replace your girlfriend was when you were too much alone. You know, good times with your, your girlfriend or your, your lady you are supposed to be with. True of course. Then all somebody is setting in. Look, when you have a, a, a serious issues or quarrel with your partner, that is when you see the importance of others. It becomes very important in time. But look, maintain a good relationship with your partner. And you realize that all other people are not needful. Am I telling you guys? The easiest way to die is to be alone. So if you are asking me, why should I go to the church? Look, if you are too much alone, I tell you, you are tired by giving up. Sometimes, being alone will be the same. I'll be the same person to tell you that being alone makes you to have a deeper relationship with God. It is very true. But if you are not deeply rooted, if you are too much alone, you wither off. You die. You die like a cigar of his bread. You die so easily. Mm. We die so easily. Ah. I read this. Let me read something to you from this book. If you came to me last week, we started discussing this. But some points were so touching to me. So I will highlight on those ones. He said, now that you are saved, what should, do I do now? He said, think of it like this. Candles stand in candlesticks by Rambonkin. Light bulbs go into light sockets. And trees grow in soil. Without candlesticks, candles will fall over. Are you Being alone, you die easily. Without being plugged in, you might, your, your light box would, would, would never shine. Mm. And without soil, trees would simply die. You see, the gathering of ourselves together yeah, is like a soil that we come to plant ourselves in. For Christians, the church is a candlestick, a power source. And somewhere to put down roots so that you can stand, shine, grow. Alongside the Bible and prayer, the church is one of the rich resources which God has given us in our lives. Are you hearing it? I'm only reading out selected portions. There were no churches in Jesus' time, but he did go regularly to a place of worship. You see, that is why I'm telling you that the church is not. The edifice is the people that are gathered, the court or the ecclesia. Worshiping God together with other believers is an essential part of a believer, of a, being a Christian. The Bible says nothing about solo believers. Hebrews 2 25 says that. And forgetting on the gathering of assembling of ourselves together, it is not in the book, of ourselves together, 
Look, look, look at what we are Reverend said here. Reverend said, to say I want to be a Christian, but I don't want to belong to a church, would be like saying that I want to be married and still stay, stay, stay single. Is it possible? Look, you are a tree. You say I want to remain a tree, but I don't want to be in the soil. Can you hang in the air? No. You, you teach science. Is it possible to have the roots and everything hanging in the air and the things of having? I don't think this is true. So you can say that the church is more or less the roots of the believer. To hold you firm. I will share you something with you on Adam in the garden of Eden. Pardon me with time. I want to marry, but I still want to stay single. Hmm. I don't know. Let me ask you can you belong to a family? Hmm? But you don't want to have anything to do with them. Is it possible? When sometimes you hear this funny comment from the unbelievers who claim they are believers but never know that they are unbelievers, don't join them to say it. But do you know that? But the thing, it is mostly the believers who even say that I don't even see why I'm going to church. About I don't even see why I'm going to church. Look, I've said some before. I've said some before. I've said some. Those days, I, I said it ignorantly. Look, the day I castigated the Presby pastor, Nazareth, is it Nazareth? But then I was in Presby. One day I gathered with this old man who doesn't even go to church. Then I was saying that every day we have been going to church, giving offering. And when you look at them, I don't, you see that boom, you should cut them, it wasn't there, so this was in man like that. I don't know how old you were then. You were then small boy. Hey, do you know what I'm talking about? 2003 or 2004, how old were you then? I was 12. Uh -huh. <laughs> Look, and then some of the time we'll go and be in the gutter and be draining the gutter. You know, Frankie, he got married recently last Fuga. Ross. We'll go and be dressing the gutter. And we'll say that the very pastor will just drive past. Big, big boys, come to church. Oh. Then we'll come and tell them, Pastor, we'll go and give coffee. You come and drive past us, come to church without rolling your blood. <laughs> Look, when I said this, it was less than three months the Lord visited me. And my wife changed. My lips were closed. I don't ask to get pastors again. Look at what Reverend Reverend Mokin said. The church showed us that the Christian faith is a together faith. When you become a Christian, you are not only brought into relationship with God, you were brought into relationship with other people too. You become part, a part of God's people, the church living on earth. Being a part of a church, you can A, get to know other Christians, B, hear teachings from the Bible, C, meet Jesus in the company of others. I'll be talking with the details on this one. Why would you go to church? Somebody who's telling that 
He doesn't want to go to church because he doesn't see any reason. Ask me a simple question. Have you ever seen a tree which has ever remained a tree without still being in a root? That's all. Or can you mind as this this thing? Is it true? So when you become a Christian, what are you married to? You married to Christ. I hear me. And all his other parts, you are part of them. Mm. You are part of them. You see, the reason why you can say why you have failed in the loss of hope in going and belonging to a particular church is because you have looked to the pastor rather than looking to the Christ. Do you hear what I'm saying? A lot of the times, believers who say that I've lost hope in going to church. I've lost hope because the church has not been meaningful to me. I'm telling you that the reason is that you have oftentimes looked to only the pastor. Pastor will do it for me. You've lost hope in looking to Jesus. So I'm telling you that coming to the church, your focus should be who? Jesus. Another pastor. Let's read something in Ephesians 5. Ephesians 5.23 It says that For the husband is the head of the wife, even as Christ is the head of the church. And he is the savior of the body. Who is the savior of the church? Christ is the head of the church. Are you hearing me? The pastor is just an instrument, a representative of God. Whenever you come to the church and your main focus is a pastor, it's like you're taking the pastor as, as a replacement for Christ. So Paul again gave an advice in the book of Hebrews 12 too. That looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. True of us. That is what Paul told the people that follow me, Timothy. Follow me. Even as I follow Christ. But in all the days, take hold, look at Christ. And when I'm there, lift your eyes up while you're following my footsteps. Look at Christ. Don't look at me. A lot of people have failed. Then you go to the pastor's house early in the morning, Pastor. They are pumping with school fees. My minisika, Pastor, me pay thousands of this. Yeah, can you pass and so soon? If you have no one you want, over thousand. No one wants to know the black cassette. So from the point of it's near one. Oh, my name. Oh, my name. Is where still? No, let's miss part. Is where still? Oh, my way. To look to look to the pastor. To Jesus. Do you know that some church members have a stronger relationship with their pastor than they have with Jesus himself? It's not good. Don't make your pastor your God. No. If you make me your God, let me die the next moment. Don't make your pastor your God because I can't take the place of God in your life. Because what he can do for you, I can't do it. I don't answer prayers. I pray for you, I intercede for you, but I don't answer prayers. I don't heal diseases. I don't forgive sins. I don't take away iniquities. He's the only one. I hear what I'm saying. He's the only one who can do all these things. 
He's a woman, I can't do it. Look, some people are there. When you ask them, how is your relationship with God? They have nothing to say. They don't even remember what scripture. But ask them about their relationship with their pastors. I feel him so deep. I feel him. 
It's the same also that ascended up far above all heavens, that he might fill all things. And he gave some apostles, and some prophets, and others evangelists, and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints. Believers, this is one reason why it is important to go to church for your perfection. Are you to be perfected simply means to be made whole without fault or defect or lacking anything. Look, you see, as a believer, you need to be made whole. I hear you. The church is not a place for the perfect people. It is a place for perfecting the people or the saints, the believers. I hear you. Through the teachings of the word of God, through the guidance, that is why the prophet to come and speak to them. That saith the Lord, that that journey you are on, stop it, you are imperfected. The apostle who come on your sleeping, you can tell you, arise, oh slumber. The pastor will teach you, comfort you. When you are going astray, he will come and look for you. The better is to come. If you don't give your life to Christ, you die tomorrow morning. You see, all this must play a role. So when you have come to the church, look, it's like you are a sports car. Which has compartment, electrical fault, air conditioning fault, main engine fault, one thing that doesn't do more, do all fault. There is the air conditioner. There is what? The air conditioners or whatever. The refrigerators or people like that. The refrigerants, or I don't even know their, their, their professional name, they will come and do their part. Then, the electrician will also come and do his part. Look, when the car is having a body waste problem, you don't take it to a normal fitter. You take it to the world, two of us, to do a body waste for it. So, you want to go to the car manufacturing center, all of these people, you see them around, they are perfecting the car, they do not be lacking. Are you hearing me? Ah, the church is the place of perfection. Some of the times you don't see that you have a problem with yourself. That is why we tell you that the church is important. You say no because you think you are okay. I'm telling you, you are not okay. Look, look, me, do you know one thing I can do a lot? I can humanize very easily. Well, let me be honest. And look, you see, your tendency to also do the same. But sometimes by the constrictions and reproach of the word of God, I will say that you, you don't want to do it. Even that one is still struggling with it. How much more you've not had any instruction on it? Yo, that one, bro, we are still struggling on it. How much more you have not been given any instruction on it? Look, like by now, you, you have been pregnant at our five girls. What's the average? You have been pregnant at our five. Maybe do grandpa did. That's what I'm saying, There are certain things eh, 
somebody will see and react, you will see and ignore react. Because wisdom is not in you. Are you hearing me? Wisdom is not in you. So before you see the thing come, you are test. You have made analysis. You are perfected. Then you won't be lacking anything. You know what you lack wisdom? You commit errors easily. Throw false. Number two, for edification. Edification. To be edified means to be built up. Build up. Verse 11 of Ephesians 4. And he says, verse 11 says, Sorry, verse 10 C. No? Sorry, verse 12 C. For the edifying of the body of Christ. And that is it. Though we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Do you know that the Bible says that? Not until we have reached that place of fullness of Christ, Christ is not going to come. Eh? That is why it is that the Bible has to be preached in every community before Jesus Christ will come. Are we there yet? No. Else, if Christ will come today, even maybe here, only one person will go. Ah, you don't know the defense you carry, you don't know the issues you carry. Mm. Look at That you be instructed and grow in grow or improve in godly counsel and be lifted, uplifted in the things you have believed in to be edified. That is where the misconception treated. Acts 14. Let me see Acts 14. What is there? Acts 14. Acts 14, verse 21. It says that, and when they had preached the gospel to the city, to that city, and had brought many, they returned again to Lystra and to Iconium and Antioch, confirming to the souls, the souls of the disciples, and exhorting them to continue in the faith, and that we must through much tribulations and time to the kingdom of God. You see what the church was doing, the pastors were doing. They are won the so-so, but time in and time out, they will go to the same people, teaching them, teaching them that they must go with much tribulations. Look, if you are somebody you think you don't need the church, eh? you are in trouble. Don't ever join those people. The same Acts 11, 21, that's around to 21. Really knows it. And the hand of the Lord was with them. And a great number believed and turned unto the Lord. Then the tidings of these things came unto their ears. And the church which was in Jerusalem, and they sent forth Barnabas, that he should go to Antioch, who where he came, and had seen the grace, the grace of God was glad, and exalted them all. That with purpose, with, with purpose of heart, they will cleave unto the Lord, for he was a good man and full of the Holy Ghost and of faith, and much people were added unto the, unto the, unto, unto the body of Christ.
Christ or unto the Lord. You see, edification of the body of Christ in their profession is a means of winning other souls. Are you hearing me? Are you hearing me? You see, do you know what we need to be winning souls with easily? Our behavior in community, in society. So when you are being perfect, and some people see that you are being a perfect man, you'll be like, Charlie, in fact, I need to follow you to see this God. It is not only the miracles that people do need to see in your life to be able to see that you believe in your God. It's need to see your real life, that life, that raw life. If you're a Christian, you see, look, a lot of a lot of us ahead. We came to the church with anger, true of us. We came to the church with bitterness, unforgiveness, wickedness, and a whole lot of things. But within time, we are jammed on the corner. It is so that we are weak. Today, when somebody tells you something, you are able to look at the person and say, and yes, Somebody will call me after misbehaving and say that, I'm sorry about it. I said, No, me, look, I didn't even know you did anything. Say, ah. Are you sure you said you didn't? I said, I didn't even know you did anything. He said, Thank God you didn't even know. I said, It's not that I didn't hear it too, but I didn't work with it. Didn't work with it. Look, beloved, let's change. Let's see the importance of the church. You see, the reason why you think the teachings of the church are not so much important for you is because you have departmentalized your life. And you think you can live without application of the things that have been taught in the church. Did you hear what I said? Hmm? You, the one reason why you think the teachings of the church. So you say you have become a Christian, but you can stay in your house. You think you don't need the teachings because you have departmentalized your life. When you come to church Sunday, that is when you want to apply the scriptures. Hello, Bible said that we should hug with the Holy Ghost. Hug. So stand up. Stand up, Holy Ghost. You know we are hugging Pentecost house like this. But when you're in the house, nobody's there. They hug. The sisters like there are some people that you are to some people in the body. But you are in the church. You want us to see. That is why you think that the church is not important. Because you live six days in the house. So to say, and spend one day. That one day, how many hours you spend in the church? What time will you come to church today? 9 20. There are about 12 hours. You will leave at the latest by 12 before 12 o'clock. I mean, I mean, spend the three hours no. in the whole week. Do you spend the day? Have you seen that? So how, how, where do you live your life the most? In the secular world. Look! Christ is not taught in the world. And how to live a godly life is not taught in the world. Are you getting me? I told you that, look, life is built. It's not targeted. Two of us. Yes, life is built. It's not targeted. So if you want to be built as a strong man in Christ, you need to be built up through this, and somebody needs to explain. Look, when you begin to preach, and I also seem to listen to you, there will be certain things I have understandings of, but the way you preach it will open my understanding. You have built me up. I hear you. have exalted me. I'm pleading with you. The church is important. Tell them the church is important. You may go out to something and somebody ask, why should I go to church? Number three, let's 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 hit them one more one more. We have just about four going. For the exhortation of one another, Hebrews 10, 24, 25. You read that on your own. 
one easy way to overcome some weaknesses in life is not staying alone, but constantly being in the company of those who have strength over those weaknesses. Did you hear that? Yes. One easiest way of overcoming certain weaknesses in life is constantly staying in company. The first time you know how to have sex with a lady, do you know that it's through somebody? Again. I'm just saying something. I hear you. Somebody got to know how to smoke or drink alcohol. I remember somebody introduced me to masturbation. It took grace. I'm being honest. But imagine I'm being a company of believers. Would I have known those things? No. Somebody, no. I, I used to be with friends. Everyone changed to wear drink alcohol. Don't drink alcohol. Schoolboys did just alcohol. But thank God. I said, when they drink the alcohol, what are they going to eat cocote? We're going to eat hot cocote with a banquet and then the money from train. Ah boy. It was a nice game. And when we get to class, I'm like, God, why are these boys eating like this? We put our money together. The soup is all to boil. But the guy will be somebody. Pow! No attack. Pow! No attack. Pow! Me the I said, ah. I don't know the guy is with another energy altogether. Somebody just introducing one thought. Now if I don't want to talk to him, I think he the job. Two thoughts. He's now a drunkard. Sometimes I see some of my students. One of them come and I don't want them to see me. Because when they see you, it will be difficult for you to tell the people you are working with that that used to be my school. And you ask what happened to you that didn't happen to him. It is the grace of God that we have saved. Are you hearing me? Look, it's grace. It's grace. Don't forget the gathering of our serving of ourselves together. More so, when we see any something that we have sought one another out to perfection. Look, if you want to overcome certain things, eh, see the company of those who have strength over those things. Are you hearing me? Maybe you are struggling with women. You are having lust. See the company of those who can stay. Look, some of you, when they put you in the woman in the room, eh? they won't come back and find you. Maybe the woman will swallow you. I'm being honest. She will swallow you. Famiya, niyaupe, miyabo, mocha sopo, udebo. Mojana Tobi Irate You see, can I speak to you? I don't feel at home. Yes. Church. Can we be a different church altogether? Can we be a different people? Proving different things. Look, beloved, every morning I read your Bible. I'm bleeding with you. I will stop one thing in my spiritual father, Bishop Dark. Quiet time. Read your Bible. Read it like never before. Why the Osorode asasima. Day one, saying I don't need anybody, and always here alone. But you are struggling with that one thing. You can't overcome. 
See somebody. Keep talking to your brother. If you know a sister will influence you to another journey altogether, keep talking to somebody. The person who can encourage you, the person who can make you overcome it. It is not everything that you need bread to overcome. Are you hearing what I'm saying? It is not everything that you need a pastor to lay hands on you to overcome. There are some things you just need somebody to embrace you. You just need somebody to hold you up. Paul, look, 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 look. What Paul God said then? What Paul God said then? Paul didn't go back to those soldiers who were thinking about the capacity of the church. He joined himself to the apostles. Twelve Once upon a time he came and he wanted to reject him that Paul, we know that you are a persecutor and destroyer of the church, accuser of the brethren. What are you doing? Jamel stood up and said, No! This man, now fellow brother, he gave him life to Christ, Lord Tamil, he didn't come in. The Bible said that, look, do you know Paul would have failed in his call if the apostles didn't accept him? I'm telling you for a fact. You need somebody. I need you. You need me. We are a part of God's body. Hmm. The church gives you meaning to life. The church, are you hearing me? The next reason, number five. The church gives you meaning to life. Look, some of us, we didn't know what life was about to. It is not that the church was an empowerment summit that they told us that you've got to do the ABCD and you know the meaning of life, how to find purpose. The church defined life for me. I don't know about you. The church Hebrews 11, 8, uh, sorry, Matthew 11, 8, 28. He said, come unto me, all you who labor, and I will save you. He said, the, 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 the name of the Lord is a strong down. The righteous one into it, and they are saved. That is why he said in the book of uh, Ecclesiastes chapter 11. Know the Lord that God in the days of your youth, what the evil days can not wait, and say, I have no pleasure with them. Beloved, the church teaches you and explains you the meaning of life. Look, when you go to the business schools, there are certain things that tell you to teach you, you're not teaching them. Professors, I'm a business student. I'm a business student. There are certain things church will teach you. They will teach you out there. You see, I quite how to find your purpose this way. Know your origin. If you know your origin, then you know what your origin wants you to do with this purpose. And then you ask your origin, how do I live it? Then you know how to live it. But if you don't know where you are coming from, guys, we belong somewhere. We are not just in this world for nothing. You are here with me. We are not just in this world for nothing. In this world for nothing. Look, the church is the habitation of salvation. The church is the habitation of salvation. Jesus Christ, given an example of this, talked about the prodigal son. When he said that the prodigal son came to the father, took all his belongings, went to spend it onto a riotous living. Then he sat there and remembered that his father is dead and the servant in his father's house are even more blessed. And he said, I will return to my father. Bible said that when the father saw him, he called him unto himself, took him, put a ring on his hand, gave him what? Bread to eat. He was feeding on the 
the cross of peace. The church is the place of salvation. It's the habitation of salvation. Bible says, How can we be saved if we neglect so great a salvation? Salvation we are looking for is in Jesus. Let's look at the next one. We are about closing. Number seven. The church is the only place, and the only place, emphasis, and the only place you can get to know God and meet Him. Did you hear that? The church is the only place, and the only place you can get to know God through the teachings and meet Him there. You can get look, Jesus is not taught in classroom. Even those who think that they go to theological school, what else do they learn? Jesus is not taught there. Do you know that? Christ is not taught in the history class. Christ is not made known in a political class. No. Neither in law class, they go to study about that by the church. It's a whole school of education. It makes you know the Lord to you and makes you have a relationship. In the book of Exodus 20, there are about, I believe, it says that 2024, Bible says that, and Jesus, the Lord said, The place where I've chosen to put my name, I will come there and I'll meet with you. That is why he said in the book of Matthew that, Where to, where two or three are gathered in my name, there I am in the midst of the Matthew 20. Are you with me? So when we come together, we are being taught it is easy for us to find Jesus in our gathering. You see, I'm pleading with you. Don't ignore the church for anything. Don't ignore it. The moment you are ignoring the gathering of the assembly of the believers together, you are saying that it's not, it's not, it's not, it's not needful. The next thing is that going to church, by going to church, we have quick answers. Because our faith is joined by others' faiths. Hmm. Do you get it? We have quick answers to issues. Bible says that one shall put to death a thousand, and the two shall put to death one. A ten thousand. Hmm. You chase thousand. But when we come together, we are chased. Look, as we are here, if the two of us are putting to death ten thousand, these people are putting to death ten thousand, and maybe we don't have any. They persecuting us, but you are the only one. 10,000 or 100,000 legions of devils chasing you. And these people are putting you on Kabaya, Kabaya. Do you know that within a day we can deal with them? By remember, if only you, 100,000 people, you are using a day, some days probably you forget. How long will it take to overcome them? The church is important. Married to somebody, he said, I stay in my father's house. Let me stay in my house. You are not my tribe people, so my tribe people do that. You see, sometimes people will come to this issue. Pastor, I've been in the church all the days. I've been in the church all the days. I've done everything, but everything you are saying, me, I didn't see so. 
Is it true? The answer is that, or the reason is that, is in the book of Hebrews chapter 3, chapter 4, verse 1 and 2. It says that the word that was preached unto us, it was the same word that was preached unto them. By one leaf with faith that year, you know, next week I'll be preaching on if a man be in Christ. Ah. Be on your feet with me. Be on your feet. Just open your mouth and speak in tongues. Just open your mouth and speak in tongues. Just open your mouth and talk to the Lord. I don't know what you want to speak him about, to speak to him about. Having heard this, ask him for help. Ask him for help for the perceptions, ideas, things you are conflicted in your mind. Thinking that the church is not needful, but you can see the need for it. If we can be joining ourselves together, ah, we join ourselves together, break bread, make a fellowship, do things together. You can see the exhortation we are giving to each other, but we have ignored it and we are dying off and we are having suicide all the time. People are committing suicide, people are digging suicide, people are into things in secrecies because there is nobody to energize, there is nobody to call them out. But we are saying, Oh, help us, help us to understand that we are being called out and coming together. That is what we stand as a true call out people. Help us in the name of Jesus. Help us in the name of Jesus. I need to talk to that brother, but I think it is enough all alone. It is enough all alone, and I'm dying. Lord, help me in the name of Jesus. We bless you today. We give you praise. We give you glory. I said today is a covenant Sunday. It is a covenant Sunday because we have crossed the six months and we are almost done with that. We have come to the middle of the six months. We are about entering to the seventh month. This morning, I wanted to pray to God. Ask Him, the Lord, help me in the remaining parts of the month. Ask Him, the Lord, who deals more with us according to the mercy of our sins. Deal more with me according to the mistakes I have repeated this year. Lord, I want the latter part of this year to be with the blessing. Show me your grace. Let me cross the rivers. Let me make a success. Let me hear the master's. I'm supposed to eat what I've already built. My Lord, help me. My Lord, be my strength in the name of Jesus. My Lord, be my Lord. Be my Savior. Deliver me from the weaknesses. Things that are waiting to destroy me. Lord, help me. Lift your voice and talk to the Lord in the name of Jesus. I need help. I need help. Speak to the Lord for help. Tell him.